everyone, you're listening to Save Me an Isle Seat, the show that talks about musicals in an understandable and relatable way. I am Katie, and I'm joined by my fellow musical enthusiast, Amber. Hello. Also joining us is our musical newbie, Matt. Hello. And on this week's episode, we uh, switched out the two girls. Now we have Amber and not Kylie, so here we are. But on this week, we are covering In the Heights. Wow. Heck yeah. All right. So, In the Heights. Music and lyrics by Lin-Manuel Miranda and book by Chiara Allegra Hughes. The story is set over three days, and it's set in the neighborhood of Washington Heights, which is in New York City. Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote the first draft in 1999 during college. Mm. The show was accepted by Wesleyan University's student theater company, Second Stage. So they started producing it. Lin-Manuel Miranda then added the freestyle rap and salsa numbers, so... Show got pretty cool. Nice. It played in April 2000 as a one-act show that was compared to, quote, a hip-hop version of Rent. Fair. Oh, well, I mean. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then after seeing the show, four other Wesleyans approached Lynn and wanted to expand it into a Broadway production. So they did. Cool. And, of course, most of the story is told through the songs, so you can get a pretty good take on it from listening to the soundtrack. So we definitely recommend giving it a listen. But also, I mean, seeing it's pretty cool, too. Absolutely. The show, thoroughly revised and rewritten, premiered at the National Music Theater Conference in July 2005. The musical opened off-Broadway in 2007 at the 37 Arts Theater. The musical finally opened on Broadway at the Richard Rogers Theater and ran from February 2008 to January 2011 with 29 previews and 1,184 performances. Nice. Wow. The show recouped its $10 million investment in less than a year. Yeah. Nice. Dang. The cast recording, released in 2008, won a Grammy Award for Best Musical Show Album. The cast included Lin-Manuel Miranda, Ariel Jacobs, Marcy Harriel, Olga Meredith, and more. This is the soundtrack we're working from today. Wow. Yes. It went on its first North American tour, running from October 27th, 2009 to April 3rd, 2011. This tour included a stop in San Juan, Puerto Rico, where Miranda played the lead role. Nice. Nice. Yeah. It had a non-equity U.S. tour from October 2011 to June 2012. It had its U.K. premiere at the Southwark Playhouse from May until June 2014 and then transferred to King's Cross Theatre in 2015. This production was extended several times and closed in January 2017. Heck yeah. The show had its Spanish premiere in the U.S. in April 2017, directed and choreographed by Luis Salgado, a member of the original Broadway cast. This production got 18 nominations to the 2018 Helen Hayes Awards, more than any other production that season. Overall, the show has won two Drama Desk Awards, one Clarence Derwent Award, four Tony Awards, three Laurence Olivier Awards, and one Grammy Award. The reviews are mostly positive, calling out its high-energy performance, a dynamic score, and great design. Heck yeah! Heck yeah! Nice. In 2009, PBS's Great Performances aired an episode titled In the Heights, Chasing Broadway Dreams. It featured the journey taken by the cast and crew to bring the show to life, all the way from its off-Broadway production to the Tony Award wins. Cool. Then, in 2008, Universal Pictures acquired the rights to the film, but the project was canceled. Then, in 2016, the Weinstein Company took on the project, but after all the sexual abuse scandal, <coughs> uh, the rights were given back to Miranda. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. And then, in 2018, the Warner Brothers acquired the rights and finally released the film in 2021. Woohoo! So this cast included Anthony Ramos, Corey Hawkins, Leslie Grace, Melissa Barrera, and more. 
The movie did change the plot a little bit and reduce the number of songs, but I'm a big fan of the soundtrack. It's actually the one I prefer, so I recommend giving it a listen as well. And of course, we all went and saw this together in theaters, and it was amazing. It was so much fun. Yes. Just fun. Good old fun. Good fun time. Fun time. We, yeah, we did like this one a lot. It was a, yeah, it was a, it was a really good watch and do recommend. So with that background out of the way, we're ready to hop into act one. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. All right. It's the hottest day of the summer in Washington Heights, a neighborhood in New York. We meet Usnavi de la Vega, the owner of a small bodega. He chases away a vandal, Graffiti Pete, and finds that his fridge has lost power, so he has no milk for that day's coffee. Oh no. Oh no. Can't have coffee without <laughs> milk. Obviously. Obviously. Then he introduces the audience to some of the other residents of the neighborhood. There's Abuela Claudia, Usnavi's cousin Sunny, Usnavi's best friend Benny, Usnavi's crush Vanessa, the local salon owners Daniela and Carla, and local cab company owners Kevin and Camila Rosario. And this all takes place in the song In the Heights. Da-da-da. Good time. So, the Rosario's daughter, Nina, arrives home from her first year at Stanford University. She's regarded with pride for how amazing and smart she is, but she doesn't want to tell everyone the truth. She had to work two jobs just to help pay for it, and then she ended up with bad grades and lost her scholarship. Oops. She feels like a failure for letting both herself and her neighborhood down, and the song Breathe. But before she can find her parents and tell them the news, she runs into Benny, Usnavi's best friend and one of her dad's employees. In a bit of flirtation, the two reconnect. Benny shows off his skill at working at the dispatch in the song Benny's Dispatch. Adorable. Vanessa, an employee at the salon, dreams of one day moving out to the West Village and being a fashion designer. She sings that she won't let anything hold her back, especially not a boy, from moving downtown. In the song, It Won't Be Long Now. Those darn boys. Mm-hmm. They ruin everything. Of course. It's true. While Vanessa is at the bodega on a break from work, Sunny asks her out on Usnavi's behalf. She accepts. Wow. So much for that no boys thing. Right. Usnavi celebrates the success after she leaves, but is worried that she'll forget him and leave him behind when she moves on. Nina tells her parents that she dropped out. They're stunned and devastated. Kevin is upset that he can't properly provide for his family, similar to his own father, who was a poor tenant farmer. He feels useless. In the song Inutil. Nina runs off to the salon to hang out with Vanessa, but Daniela and Carla give her a makeover and spread lots of gossip, particularly about Usnavi and Benny. Nina, pushed to her breaking point, reveals that she dropped out and she leaves the salon in the song No Me Diga. At the end of the day, Usnavi, Benny, Sunny, and Graffiti Pete learn that the bodega sold a winning lottery ticket to someone worth $96,000. But who? (laughs) Who did it? The news gets out and everyone fantasizes about what they would do with the money in the song 96,000. Fair, I would fantasize too. Yeah. (laughs) That's a fun song. Mm Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Abuela Claudia reminisces about her childhood in Cuba, a life of poverty, and everything that led to where she is today. With tears of gratitude, she reveals to the audience that she has the winning lottery ticket and (gasps) gives thanks to her years of patience and faith for leading her to the fortune in the song Pacencia y Fe. Nina finds Salas and Benny, the pair walk around the block, reminiscing about their childhoods together. Nina expresses her doubts, her negative self-worth. He reassures her in the song When You're Home. So cute. So cute. The local piragua guy continues selling piraguas through the heat and competes with Mr. Softy, the local ice cream truck, in the song Piragua. The true drama of this show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather have a snow cone than a than an ice cream on a, like, a super hot day. Mm-hmm. 
The Rosarios invite Benny, Usnavi, Vanessa, and Abuela over for dinner. Kevin announces that he sold his cab company to pay for Nina's tuition. Uh-oh. Everyone is shocked. Same. Yeah. Benny, who dreamt of taking over the company in the future, is outraged. Kevin insists that it's a family business and Benny will never be family. Oh. Ouch. Wow. <laughs> Benny leaves and Nina, who doesn't want her dad to do this for her in the first place, refuses the money and follows him out. I, I mean, yeah, it seems like Mr. Rosario didn't even talk to anybody. Nope. What? You mean men making dumb decisions without anybody's input? <laughs> huh. Hmm. How, how could this have happened? <laughs> Usnavi and Vanessa go out to a local club for their date. Usnavi is extremely nervous, and Vanessa ends up dancing with other guys, trying to make him jealous. Not the best move. And, of course, Usnavi tries to do the same thing. Also not the best move. Yeah. Cool. They're, they're, they're just dumb. They are just dumb. Yeah. Meanwhile, Nina follows Benny into the club, but he brushes her off in the song The Club, which this song was blowing up on TikTok for a hot minute. Yes. Benny ends up punching a man for dancing with Nina, and a fight breaks out. Oh no! Suddenly, power goes out throughout the city thanks to the high heat. The neighborhood descends into chaos, and the couples try to find their way back to each other. Sunny and Graffiti Pete set off fireworks to distract potential robbers to the businesses and also to light everyone's way home. Smart. Mm-hmm. Usnavi goes home to Abuela Claudia. She shows him her winning lottery ticket. Ooh. <laughs> Benny and Nina find each other and finally kiss in the song Blackout. And that is where intermission takes place. Yeah. Yeah, so how do we feel about Act 1? It's fun. Fun, upbeat, a lot happening, but still easy to understand. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of hard to have a bad time with, like, upbeat Latin magic. <laughs> magic? <laughs> magic music. I mean, you're one. not wrong either it's way. It's Latin magic. It's Latin magic, obviously. Yeah, no, this, stuff, this show's a lot of fun, and it's easy to see, like, the drama build, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's not too hard to understand, I don't think, so... Pretty basic drama, yeah. but a fun time. Lots of good music. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's Lynn manuel Miranda, so. I mean, I'm right. I mean. It's gonna be a good time. It sounds just like a lot of his things. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> He's got a style. Yeah, for sure. And there's actually several lines, because he wrote this before he wrote Hamilton. Mm-hmm. But there's a several, there's a few lines that you can tell, like, he took that same scheme. Oh, yeah. So those are cool to catch. Like, that's exactly like like Hamilton, so. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on a sec. Right. Yeah, you catch a lot in, like, the, the like, talk slash rap singing. Yeah. That they do for, like, kind of the, a lot of the intros for songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can definitely, like, hear hear him, you know, in whatever he does. Yeah. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, so since Kylie is not here today, Matt, would you take over the facts for this week? No. Okay, you're fired. <laughs> yeah, so our uh, first little factoid, Lin-Manuel Miranda started writing In the Heights when he was a sophomore in college. became his first big Broadway debut. Can you imagine what I know, something you right? wrote in college, like, <laughs> skyrocketing your career? Yeah, it's, I imagine, gotta be an insane feeling. And it's just been Wild. bangers ever since. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also... Fun fact, so in this, he played the lead role, right, in the Broadway production. I forgot to put this in mm-hmm. here. And his main romantic lead is Vanessa. Lynn's wife's name is Vanessa. Oh. Mm. I don't think they were together till after. I don't know this their love story, but cute little fact. Nice. 
Alright, well, nice little factoid. Lin-Manuel Miranda has actually had a few TV roles, including The Sopranos, House, Modern Family, and How I Met Your Mother. I did know about the How I Met Your Mother one. I always feel like, yeah, actors always just have like a little little sprinkling at random shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they gotta, they gotta be in everything. He was also in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I think, too. And our last little factoid, uh, other musicals that he has been involved in, besides obviously Hamilton, include Merrily We Roll Along, Bring It On, Tick Tick Boom, and of course the overwhelmingly popular Right Now in Canto. Heck yeah. He's super cool, and uh, you should like him. (laughs) Almost like if you haven't (laughs) heard his name yet, what rock have you been living under? Right, like, (laughs) very fair. (laughs) Okay, so with those facts out of the way, are we ready to salsa our way into Act 2? Samba? Mamba? Yeah. Catch a a cab into Act 2? Yeah, there you go. Kind of fits. Stumble stumble in the darkness throughout Act 2? I mean, that's awesome. (laughs) Let's get the power back on in Act 2. Hey. Hey. Here we go. All right. (laughs) Anyway. So, Nina and Benny spend the night together while Kevin frantically searches for her. Oops. The next morning, they come out onto the fire escape. Their uh, state of dress hints at a sexual night. They just kissed. <laughs> Listen, Jesus. they've liked each other for a while, okay? The bodies get hot. There's nothing for sure stated. Mm, just saying. Yeah. The mm. AC was out, so they it's better to sleep with less clothes. Yeah. T- smushed together. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So Nina launches into a Spanish lesson for Benny, including the phrase, kiss me, which is besame. Ah. Benny worries about what Kevin will say about their relationship, but he also is just amazingly happy to be with Nina in the song Sunrise. Aw. Aw. Meanwhile, Usnavi comes to work to find that his bodega has been looted. Ah. Thankfully, the lottery ticket is still in the safe. He meets up with Abuela to figure out what they're going to do with the money. And she decides that they're going to split it in three between herself, Usnavi, and Sunny. Aww. She encourages Usnavi to use it to return home to the Dominican Republic. Usnavi isn't totally sure, but he decides to go. In the song, Hundreds of Stories. This song is also where we get the story of Usnavi's name. So while traveling to the U.S., his parents saw a ship that had U.S. Navy written on the side of it. They turned that into his name. Usnavi. <sighs> Ridiculous. Get it? get it? Get it? Yeah. Definitely get it. Yeah, the first time you told me, I was like, oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Jeez. So, Nina returns home. Her father is furious and disapproves of her relationship with Benny because he's black, not Latino. Wow. Yikes. Yep. They argue, but Camila intervenes and tells her husband off. It was his attitude last night that sent Benny and Nina away all night. She also calls out Nina, though, for lying to them about school for so long. Fair. She urges the two of them to work through everything together and all of them as a family. And the song, Enough. Go, Mom. Heck yeah. One piece that was extremely missing from the movie, which made a lot of people very sad. The neighborhood continues to deal with the heat and the blackout. Daniela leads the crowd in a song, Carnival del Barrio, trying to get their energy up with a celebration. She calls Vanessa out for not realizing the feelings Usnavi has for her, and also calls out Benny for sneaking off with Nina last night. Jeez, why does she know everything? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, she likes the secrets. And then drama. Hairdressers. (laughs) I was going to say, like, I think that's just a hairdresser superpower. Yeah. (laughs) Usnavi announces that Abuela Claudia won the lottery and that he's going to leave for the Dominican Republic the next day. Vanessa and Sunny are upset, but Usnavi rouses excitement once more as the block continues to party. 
Party, party. Nina arrives and pulls Usnavi off stage. Then we hear Kevin make an announcement over the dispatch radio. Abuela Claudia has died in the song Atención. No, Abuela! Ah! Abuela! Usnavi holds an impromptu memorial and Nina leads the block in singing her praises in the song Alabanza. Afterwards, Usnavi and Nina go through old photographs reminiscing about the role Abuela Claudia played in the neighborhood, all the kids she taught and cared for. Moved by the story of Abuela, Nina agrees to accept her parents' money and give college another try. The song, Everything I Know. Nice. <laughs> Vanessa prepares to move into her new apartment and learns from Daniela that it was Usnavi who convinced her to co-sign on the lease so that she would get accepted. The song, No Me Diga, reprise, which is not on the soundtrack. Hmm. The blackout continues and the Piragua guy sings about how it's been good for his business. The song, Piragua, reprise. Sure. Yeah. Someone's gonna make money. <laughs> Vanessa visits Usnavi with a bottle of champagne, thanking him and flirting with him. Sure. She tries to suggest that he should stay in the neighborhood, otherwise she will never see him again. Usnavi rejects the idea. Going to the Dominican Republic is his dream, after all. Vanessa kisses him and then leaves in the song Champagne. Aw. Aw. Nina tells Benny that she's decided to go back to school. They agree to spend the summer together and then maintain a long-distance relationship while she's away. They promise to always think of each other while they're apart. And the song, When the Sun Goes Down, which is super cute. Aw, that's a really sad, adorable parallel, though, because, like, their love song was Sunrise, and now it's When the Sun Goes Down. You couldn't just say Sunset, but sure. (laughs) (laughs) He made it complicated for no reason. (laughs) Yeah. So Benny confronts Kevin, insisting that he was always there for them, for him, but Kevin never showed the same respect, which, fair. Meanwhile, Sunny secretly meets up with Graffiti Pete. Hmm... Sneaky, sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. The next morning, the neighborhood has changed. The Rosario's car service sign is gone. The grate in front of the bodega is still up. Usnavi works to come to terms with the fact that the area is changing and wonders if anyone will notice when he's gone. Aww. Sunny approaches and pulls down the bodega gate, revealing a graffiti mural of Abuela Claudia. Usnavi has an epiphany and decides to stay. He considers a potential future with Vanessa as he accepts that the corner is his home. He vows to remain the neighborhood storyteller and make sure that legacies are remembered in the song finale. Dun dun dun, the end. And that's it. Woo! That's the show. That's the show. Yeah. Yeah, so how, how are we feeling about it? Well, my introduction to it was the movie. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously yeah, a lot different than what I was already, you know, familiar with, but still good. Yeah, still good. Definitely different from the movie. Going through this story, I think I do prefer the movie's way that laid the story out uh i don't know if, i guess it flowed a little better but it's still you know pretty similar i would say yeah the main points are still there yeah yeah it's a, it's a good story and like we said like it's it's super fun and you know upbeat lots of lots of dancey songs mm-hmm. is a good time a lot of dancey songs all the dancey yes yeah this is one that i love listening to just whenever i feel like moving yeah I'll listen to some of these and it's just a good time. But also I think it, you know, it teaches some good lessons, right? Like don't give up and try it again. And yeah. 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 Yep. And give up your dreams for a lady, which I mean, the movie does that more hardcore than this one, but yeah, that was stronger in the movie than it is here. Here. It's more like, I always thought that the Dominican Republic was my home, but actually like it's this place. My here. home's here. Yeah. Yeah. The musical definitely like plays into it better. Yeah. I think 
Because, like, he's he's choosing to stay with his home because this is actually his home. It's what he's grown up with and all that stuff. Yeah. Whereas in the movie, he's like, I'm going to stay because this girl might like me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did not. I did not appreciate how the movie did it. But. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's good. I, I really like the story. It's a it's a banger. Yeah. 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 We do recommend seeing it, obviously. For sure. And the movie should also be out by now. So mm-hmm. go check that out. Because we give it a thumbs up. Many, many thumbs up. All the thumbs we have, which is about eight. It's a normal amount of thumbs, but we still give all of them. Yes. What are you talking about? We got ten thumbs. Who's got the extras? Do we? I'll never tell. Oh, (laughs) it's Matt. (laughs) He's got extra thumbs. Oh, no. (laughs) But they're not mine. Ew. Oh, Oh, no. Well, uh, oh boy, we're canceled now. All right. Um, yeah, we gotta leave. Um, yeah. So I guess th- thanks. Thanks for listening to uh-huh. this one. Um, <laughs> it's good. Go go watch it and listen to it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> All righty. Well, be sure to like and subscribe to us wherever you are listening to podcasts. This ensures that you get our episodes as soon as they are posted, and it just be would you know really cool. It it'd be cool. It it do. would be yes. Do the thing. <laughs> also, if you're on Apple, please leave us a five star review. It helps boost us up in the numbers. The numbers. You know by now that we love the numbers. And you can also leave reviews on Spotify. So please leave us a five star review there as well. All the reviews, preferably five stars. Of course, the best way to help us is through word of mouth. So please tell your friends, your family, your coworkers, your hairdresser, obviously, because then she'll tell or she'll Everyone. tell everybody. They'll obviously tell everybody. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate the good gossip. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it helps get us to a wider audience, and that actually helps us uh, grow organically. So thanks. Yeah. And if you'd like to reach out to us, because you're super cool and we're super cool, the best way to do that is to email us at savemanasi at gmail.com, or you can find us all over the interwebs. We are on Twitter at savemanasi, we're on Facebook at savemanasi, we're on Instagram at Save Manassi, or we're on YouTube under the Ragtag Network. Wow! So many places to find us. Yes, it is very easy to do that. So do it. Say hello. And for more shows and to keep updated on everything that we've got going on, you can go to our website at www.ragtagnetwork.com. It's where you can find other shows that we got going on and where you can find like pictures and other information about our shows on our blog posts. So... That's super cool of you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last little bit, uh, we did have a tiny break there because of life things, but we are still nearing our episode 100. So if you have stuff you want us to cover, it doesn't have to be just musicals. It could be musical movies. It could be musical TV show episodes. It could be just really weird stuff you find. Let us know what you want us to cover. Yes. Best way is to email us again at savemeanalseat at gmail.com, but you can reach out to us on our socials as well. But that's going to wrap us up for this episode of Save Me Analysis. We'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Save Me an Isle Seat. If you'd like to help support us, you can visit our Ko-fi at www.ko-fi.com slash ragtag network. 
We also have merch available at www.ragtagnetwork.com merch in a variety of styles, so you can show off your podcast pride. For more episodes and shows like this, check out our website at www.ragtagnetwork.com.